Hi, my name is Trevor Sharon, and I am joined, as always, by... Gabe Jacobson. We are currently extraordinarily depressed. Um, Deeply I frustrated. I made a mistake before we started recording, uh, where we were recording out of my computer several feet away, rather mm. than the microphones inches away from our mouth. Yes. And went through half of an episode and then realized my error. Guys, um, if you are starting a podcast, let us offer you a nugget of real-world advice. Every time before you start recording through your DAW, which would be industry slang for something, but it means audio recording <laughs> hardware. My brain isn't working, man. I'm thrown off. Um, open your audio preferences every time and check to make sure that the mic you want to be recording through is the one that you are. Confirm twice, record once. That's good. Put that on a shirt, man. Yeah, I will. I will. And I'll make sure I double check the spelling before I print. And while we stumble through this intro, we are the Unibrow Show. Um, welcome back, guys. If you've been listening already, thank you for your audio patronage. If this is your first time, I swear every intro isn't like this. Um, we're better than this, I swear. I don't know. We're working through we're, it. We're, we're working the problem. We're okay, I swear. Yeah, we're good. We're good. So, guys, our idea for today, and again, if you're uh, this is your first time listening. The whole concept a- of this show is taking lowbrow ideas and giving them highbrow delivery. Taking something that, like, you hear it at first and you're like, that's stupid or that's dumb. That would never work. And then we take you on this journey through our, our voice talking and bring you to a point where in your head you're like, huh, I get it. Do I need to maybe need to switch my career path to do this? That would be our like penultimate goal. Oh man. <laughs> like if we're Simon Sinecking this and this is the world we want to see, at the end of each episode, we want you to be like, that is a world that I could inhabit. Yep. Yep. That would be awesome. So today, so guys, the world we want people to inhabit today. Yeah. Yeah. Today we're going to the darker parts of our humor. We're taking a ride into the darkest parts of our souls mm-hmm. and the place where our worst humor resides. Really so guys, the end of our humor. Yeah. 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 So guys, if you're a longtime listener of all like six episodes we have out, <laughs> they normally haven't been this dark. And if you're a first time listener, I swear they get lighthearted from here. <laughs> So, guys, I want you to take a trip down into the darkness with us to Pimp My Funeral. Okay, you've heard of Pimp My Ride, but is there another business strategy there? Pimp My Funeral. Why do funerals have to be so sad? So bland. So bland. So so white bread. Yeah. Why is it that our suits that we get buried in are from, like, Kmart? Probably not Kmart. No, no, no. Men's Warehouse. Like... The living, breathing hell of suits. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. is it that when we go to a funeral uh, and we we load up the body in the hearse, that hearse doesn't have 22s and flames? Why is there not like, hear me out, like why do the interiors of hearses always have to be stuck? Mm. Granted, I'm most certainly not speaking as a resident hearse expert. Sure. But you get a peek inside sometime or you see when you're like, why is everything stuck? Like, right. why is there not red velvet all up in there? Yeah. Like, why? Well, and okay. Why isn't go, there music playing? Let's go like, further too. 
why does this funeral not actually represent the person that died? Sure. I mean, sure. even when we have celebrations of life, one of the biggest things that we try to do is to represent that person's life through, uh, you know, a video that we play or the sure. people that talk. Yeah. Why not yeah. like the clothes that they're wearing or uh, the chairs that you're sitting in or or maybe you even like get a gift bag on your way out that has like their favorite candy in it. And sure. uh, along with like maybe a mixtape mix that was a introduced shirt. and exited by the person who died. Dave's funeral 2020. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hashtags. Like, like a class reunion or yeah, something like that. This is like the an event you want to go to, not an event you have to go to. Sure, sure. And even I feel like maybe people get so lost in respect of life, which I don't, that sounds bad. <laughs> that sounds really bad. But but I was bearing with you, and then I thought about what you just said. I know. I did too. Like, maybe if you can go with me down that idea for a second. It's like there's so much respect for the structure or the idea yeah. of respect, if that makes totally. sense, that we lose a little bit of maybe what that person would have yeah. wanted. Like, I don't know. That's such like a trope in Christian culture of like we – want to celebrate life so much that we're going to take this really seriously. Yeah. And so it's like, we're holding on so hard. So maybe it's letting go for a second yeah. and being like, yo, like they wouldn't take themselves yeah. this seriously. Yeah. Like, yes, we're grieving. Yes. We are sad, but if we really think about what that person would have wanted for a second, yeah. maybe it's something totally different. Well, and so in my internship for mm -hmm. counseling, uh, one thing that my uh, supervisor said that really impacted me was that laughter is the salve of grief. Mm. And and oh, there's our nugget for the day, Trevor. There's your nugget. Mm. So often we think that. To, well, hold on. Let's yeah. sit and contemplate. Say that again. Laughter is the salve of grief. Let's sit in that for a second. Mm. So often we approach grief in exactly what we just did. It's it's this very serious moment. You have to have time. We're supposed to be really sad the entire time. And there is genuine sadness. Like grief is not, in in my belief, grief is not a natural occurrence. Interesting. It is a travesty of existence. Um, and we have to deal with it in an appropriate way where we have to face it. We have to engage with it. We can't just ignore it uh, because grief, the pain of grief doesn't go away. It resounds through the rest of our lives. If you lose somebody at the age of three, you're going to experience some echoes of that grief when you're 33 and 93. Like, sure. It's just the way that we operate like as human beings. Yeah. However, I don't think, and I, I strongly believe that, that was confusing. I strongly believe that in order to grieve well, we have to be able to have some levity in the midst of it. Whoa. Even when we're engaging with coping strategies and dealing with distress in our lives, we cannot always be actively coping. We have to have some passive skills that allow us to step away from the distress for a moment to recoup and then re-engage. I think grief's the same way. So from a therapeutic perspective, I think having a, a company that is all about about making your funeral an event, something that is memorable, stylish, 
uh, it kind of just exudes your personality in every bit from, you know, the decor on the coffin or the lining in the coffin. Maybe you loved the 90s looks. And so you have those purple and blue triangle patterns all over inside of the oh, casket. Snap. Maybe you're dressed a up in a windbreaker. Bro. Maybe it's themed. Like, you have to come in 90s gear. We're going to play 90s music. <laughs> like, that's just how it's going to go. Maybe that was their best bye, time. Bye, 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 Exactly, exactly. Maybe you have NSYNC okay. players come, like, NSYNC. An like, NSYNC cover band. An NSYNC cover band come and play at your funeral. We offer that. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, okay. So thinking through this, I think to make a pop culture reference, um, Those or, are acceptable. Or, mm, but go ahead. Uh, okay, I mean, we've already been making them. But a more current one, if you think about Parks and Rec, yeah. everybody loves Parks and Rec. If Tom Haverford and John Ralphio yep. were doing like an Entertainment Oof. 720 funeral service, Oof. this would be that wing. Yep, 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 yep. Now, okay, here's here's the way my first step to making this a, a good idea. Something that somebody's going to think like, oh, yeah, this might work. John Ralphio cannot be the director of that funeral home. Oh, no way. There, It cannot happen. The person who directs that funeral home has to be somebody who is full of care and empathy. Sure. I, I think like I think through um, when my wife lost her grandma, um, the funeral director was almost like the ultimate realtor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was that energy. Let me place you in a good coffin today. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's how they walk through everything. They were unfazed by death, but yeah. totally empathetic. Yeah. And they were just there as like your guide. Like, hey right. guys, let's take a moment and reflect. Like, here we go. All right, we're gonna lower the coffin now. Like, hey, how are you doing? Do you need yeah. water? Completely unfazed yep. by the grief there, but able to be like a practical kind guide. Yeah. So I think that is like kind of the ultimate model. And so we just want to take that and then wrap it in some swag. Wrap it in some swags. Like, I mean, I mentioned this before we started recording. You walk into the funeral home and maybe the person has like a grill or something like tats all over. Like they're super trendy <laughs> and like totally disarming. Very disarming. Yeah. You're yeah. like expecting an old guy that kind of looks like he's already dead. Like to greet you to the river sticks. Like, yeah. Welcome to the funeral home. Let me place you and your loved ones in the coffins of your desires. Please let me know if you need any water. But like instead you walk in and it's like, yeah, yo, it's good so to you're see dying. you. What's up? <laughs> hey, how do you want to make this funeral popping? <laughs> I'm not sure what these characters are, but I'm here for it. It's working. It's working. Probably not. We're probably not headed for radio theater, but like, no. I get where you're coming yeah, from. Okay, makes, okay. Makes yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's the idea is like, yes, we're here to talk about death, but we're automatically acknowledging that that's happening. Yeah. We're accepting it. Yeah. Or has happened. What the hell are we going to do? Because I think it? there's two perspectives. There's sure. the, it's going to happen and the mm. it's happened. So there are a lot of individuals, especially later on in life or with terminal illness, that will approach a funeral home ahead of their own death and start planning their funeral. Sure. Or the family might do that if they're yeah. if, if the other person's not able to do that. Game and then the, the dust. Yep. Here we go. And yep. then the other side is my loved one just died and now I have to throw a, uh, put a, sure, do a funeral. Sure. So I think that, you know, obviously I think that it would be easier to do the, in the process of dying 
funeral swag than the your loved one just died funeral swag. Interesting. Um, and so maybe, you know, there's a lot of marketing in hospices or in, oh in ERs that is like, they do that anyways. They already like all of the nurses have their recommendations of here's a few funeral homes sure. that you can contact. Sure. But if we, what if we added one that was like, hey man, death is not a an enjoyable process. It is a hard process mm. to go through and it is it is deeply saddening and impactful to you and the people around you. And also, if you're interested, there is a funeral home that tries to take a lighthearted, well-respectful approach to funerals. And they even have a program where they're going to put you in a velour suit as they put <laughs> you down there. They're going to like they're going to treat you like you are a pop star. Okay, okay, so running down that rabbit hole real quick, thinking through the names for this, it's the last velour tracksuit you will ever buy. <laughs> it's just like their menu, like they have yeah, different yeah. options, and it's like, it's like the last pillow you'll ever need, <laughs> but it's like actually true. Like, exactly. <laughs> pulling on those marketing schemes, I love that. The last gold chain you'll ever buy. <laughs> The last gift you'll ever need to give your the friends. last cologne your loved ones will ever smell. It's <laughs> so dumb. But like, yeah. 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 Oh. Oh my. I think we we've hit a wall here. I felt it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's it. That's, that, the whole that's the whole thing. thing. <laughs> I don't know how much further we can go with that. <sighs> I, I don't know. I think there's application. There's different application strategies. So what does that actually look like? Because it's like, okay, pimp my funeral. Yeah. Stupid. But like now we've run that out and it's like, yeah, that's it, man. Like run with those jokes the whole way down. Keep yeah. it lighthearted. We know the host. The hearse has 22s. <laughs> yeah. It probably has a sub. You're already making your playlist for your funeral. Yep. Like there's a number of services here. Yep. So really. There was actually, here's something that I may not tie in directly, but there was an Irishman uh, who recorded his voice before his funeral uh, to be played as the casket was being put down. Oh, that's spoopy. And so what it was is it started off with him knocking on wood. <laughs> Oh no! And saying like, "Hey, where is this story coming from?" By the way, you you open that so vague. Like, there was this Irishman. I'm like, so did you see him across a dark and smoky pub? And he motioned you over, and gave you an envelope with a with a cassette with a tape. date and a time. Yeah, told me to play it. A thousand dollars cash, yeah. small bills only. Well, what and I was like, I have a job for you. What I love about it is that it, it all of the family members had very strong reactions to it because it felt so much like the person who died. Like it wait, just wait, seemed wait. like the kind of prank that he would pull. OK, you didn't answer my question. You only gave me more info about the situation. I can't give you that info. Maybe I signed a non-disclosure. This episode took a turn, <laughs> but like, but like, I, I think what's funny about it is that the family in the midst of their grief and sadness were laughing with the person they had just mm. lost. And it was such a, mm. again, 
laughter is the salve of grief. And so if you find a, a method where you run with jokes that the person loved, maybe they're sure. like all about dad jokes. Sure. And, um, you know, you gauge, I, I think it takes a lot of maturity on the director's side to gauge what's appropriate, what's too far. Yeah. Um, and also by honoring the person who is dying or or died, if they had pre-planned it, what they wanted and, and going with that and kind of fulfilling a will for the funeral. I think that there's some potential here. Maybe it doesn't have to be as extreme of like when we sew your body up and put the cotton balls in your cheeks, we're also going to put some grills in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't think it has to be that far. So it's almost like we're removing funeral director or so, cause it sounds so like, yeah. Um, yeah. But this is like, yeah. Who's the officiant for your final party? Yeah, yeah, or like the, the funeral producer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like an MC. Yeah, yeah, it's like pick out your funeral MC. Yeah, here it's almost like those old '90s like dating site videos. Yeah, they're like, "Yo, man, this is my vibe. Like, I'm your death MC." Totally. Yeah, it's like when you fill out those surveys for like the bespoke box or whatever it is. Yeah, and you're saying like, okay, I love this, so I love we this, have I love the this. MC for you. Yeah, okay. You here we're, that you we're like these ten. We're matching things. you up with DJ Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a neat freak who also likes to party. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So DJ it's like it's gonna be real clean, but it's gonna be popping. Yep, yep. <laughs> and it's just pre-recorded the whole time. Welcome to Dave's funeral. <laughs> I hope you wiped your shoes on the way in. Yep. But if you didn't, I planned ahead. Like, <laughs> yikes. I don't know if we're going to get to too much of a highbrow delivery on this one. No, I it has merit, but at the same time, it's, we're just explaining the bad idea. I think, I think our big problem is that a funeral home is so ritualistically and historically a place of sorrow and yeah. stillness and reflection, which is all really good. Like, don't hear me wrong. Like, that is very important in the grief process and honoring the loss and the ones who survived the loss. Absolutely. Absolutely, Absolutely. vital. But I think we're combating some of that in maybe too aggressive a way. Hmm. And so what if we like dialed it back just slightly? We like sure. peel back from like it being super crazy and maybe, you know, we I don't want to go with the celebration of life thing because I don't really get that one as much. Yeah, like Those are hard for me to engage in. It feels in. like such a cultural trope, especially like I don't know what religious or spiritual backgrounds our listeners will be coming from. But I feel like that's such a worked up trope in like especially Christian or um, yeah. religious communities like that peripheral. It feels like that. an avoidance of it's an grief. avoidance of grief. Yeah, yeah. It's and so yeah. So I feel like <laughs> that that avoidance of grief almost gets so plastered mm -hmm. on that it's um, it's kind of sad, honestly, that that has become so prevalent, and it, it's it's a kind of a crutch. I mm -hmm. feel like like it. 
it feels probably, safer. Yeah, it, it probably was real at yeah. one point, but then just became this thing. It's like, that's how it always is. Yeah. And so it's like you walk into some of those funerals and all you see is avoidance. Mm-hmm. All you see is we're not addressing what's really going on yeah. here. We're not actually grieving because at some point someone told us either spokenly or unspokenly that we can't. It's a celebration. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of where where you fall apart. And I'd like to see that different in this idea is that instead of using the idea of a celebration of life, we treat it like a funeral, but it's a party too. Like it, we have the moments of sadness and tearfulness and hugs and the meaningful uh, conversations about the person that has died. Hmm. But also there's little gags that like, if you knew the person well, you're going to find throughout the event, their, their coffin is not just, you know, whatever you saw on the catalog. Maybe it has, um, you know, little trink, like not just trinkets, but like maybe when you open it, it plays like a little song, like their ringtone or whatever. Like, it's just like something that gives you like a moment of like, Mr. Booty man. Where you like in the midst of the your sorrow, you open it, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, that was so him. So almost maybe this is, and maybe this is the highbrow delivery that we finally found in a much deeper sense is that we're taking that ridiculousness or absurdity sometimes allows you to communicate something so yeah. much deeper. Yeah. And so maybe that almost could inversely apply to funerals yeah and that this isn't a sales thing this isn't we don't know how to address something so serious like this so we have to use absurdity right to then deliver that you know um maybe that's the highbrow delivery for yeah. this is we're delivering grief through absurdity again yeah you know or or yeah we're allowing know. you room in the midst of a funeral to have a few laughs pre-planned there's yep. a few things that we're going to do that the person that you love most has planned for you in right. advance. Right. Yeah. And I think that really is where it comes. I think this is so much harder and maybe completely impractical with uh, after a loss planning, but mm-hmm. pre loss planning, I think is where this really comes in and you're able to say, okay, at my funeral, I want to make sure that everybody leaves with a thank you note handwritten by me with like, a picture of me right now, or uh, I want everybody to get like, when they come to the casket, um, there's every fifth person, there's a whoopee cushion that goes off, (laughs) just because I think that's going to be funny. You didn't get a fart or not. <laughs> You're right. It's it's fart roulette when you come into the casket. Like, <laughs> like, like just because I because I think like that can be really helpful in the process of dying mm-hmm. as well. Um, and doesn't fit for every client. But I mean, this would be something that very is for a, a specific kind of client that is able to approach a funeral in this way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and I think when we do it that way, when we're very specific about who we work with that's where we kind of avoid some of the social faux pas so this is almost like a funeral consulting agency yeah i like this is almost like high end like we like a party planner but a funeral planner that like a very elite yeah where it's like we are getting going to get to know the client so well yeah that we're actually helping the family grieve right so it's maybe we didn't hit a wall maybe we had to go through those walls of humor to find that pimp my funeral name 
TBD, <laughs> um, is actually a high-end grief management The last company. party you'll ever attend. <laughs> it comes full circle. Yes. <laughs> wow. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because yeah, now we've yeah. offered a service that you can seek, like that provides more than oh, just oh, the wait, service. Wait, wait, wait. The last party you'll ever throw. Ooh, better. I love that. Mm -hmm. Because it's really for that person. Yeah. Honestly, this isn't for their loved ones per se. Yeah. Though this is the vehicle for them to process their grief. This is one last way that you can like almost give a kindness to those that you love most in helping them process their grief. So it's like the last tool you'll give. Right. Crap. I'm using the marketing phrase. But yeah, yeah, it's (laughs) that is what it is, is it's like. It's for the person who's dying to make one last investment or something like that to offer a vehicle and a place for loved ones to be able to process their own loss better. Yep. Yep. Cool. There's the elevator. There it is. So investors, (laughs) if you're looking for a new funeral model that allows your clients or your future family members, your loved ones to process or you yourself because death escapes no one amen brother (laughs) if you're looking to invest in a new wave funeral service that completely flips the funeral model on its head as we know it and allows death to not come creeping in but to slowly slide in with a lot of really bad dad jokes custom memories and uh an experience tailored to your loved ones and the things that they love most about you do we have the pitch for you or if you're a designer, got a new yeah. clothesline. Or an exceptionally good MC who's really okay with death. <laughs> Not in a dark way, but in like a cool, fun, like, yeah, we'll death out. way. We'll branch out. We'll branch out. We landed the plane so bad on this one. I, th- <laughs> I felt good about that. I think I stopped it a little bit, so I apologize. Um, you weren't with me, man. I wasn't. I wasn't. We can grieve the death of this idea. With our own party. With Pimp My Funeral, LLC. We're going to carry it out on a hearse painted with fire. Like Guy Fieri flames? (laughs) Yep. 22s, a little bit of the bounce. Mm -hmm. Oh, hydraulics for sure. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. And and listener, don't worry. We've got the corpse strapped in. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, this episode was a ride. But uh, thank you so much for listening in this week. We hope you made it through this one with inspiration and uh, some grace. Send hate mail and love mail and bad ideas to us through our Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll set up a hotline or something eventually. (laughs) That's a bad idea. 